It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Breakfast for 2023, available every morning on iHeartRadio, Spotify and Apple, and of course, wherever you get your podcast from. Up to a Thursday morning already, the week has motored by. It's the 19th day for January. And coming up this morning, if you've been thinking about buying an investment property, then what is coming up next is tailor-made for your ears exclusively to extract some valuable information from. How much you can borrow, (laughs) that's uh, sometimes uh, the case, especially when you're a first-time investor. You don't really have too much knowledge, you're just trying to get in, and the first question you ask, whoa, how much I can borrow and what type of price range I need to look at. So we'll be talking to the first-time property investor and finding out where they bought in Australia, the type of property they invested in, the yield return on the property, and whether it's likely the investor will invest again and buy another property. So if you've been thinking about buying as an investor, that is on the way next. Putin, he certainly isn't easing with the bombing on civilian locations in the Ukraine. The Russian economy shrank the numbers out yesterday 2.5% for 2022 and the GDP outlook for this year isn't great for Russia so he's managed to cripple two countries, his own and the Ukraine but the whole world is really just holding its breath. It's your real estate podcast for breakfast. Hey if you're celebrating your birthday for today for January the 19th, happy birthday to you. Dolly Parton. Dolly is turning 76 today. Happy birthday, Dolly. You can just imagine the sort of party she'll be having. And Janice Joplin, she would have been celebrating her birthday, but unfortunately she passed away back in 1970. Of course, she had that massive hit, Me and Bobby McGee. And you kind of forget that Janice Joplin was just 27 years old when she passed away. We talk with leading property commentators with analysis predictions, forecasts and what's trending every morning from 6.30. It's the main centre forecast with PRD, selling smarter every day. Okay, let's have a look at that all-important weather forecast around the country. Sydney, good morning to you. Expecting a few showers today, a high of 23 degrees. Melbourne should be mainly dry, quite a lot of cloud cover. Look at the temperature right down to just 19 degrees. Brisbane expecting a blue clear sky day, a high of 30 and the sunshine just continues in Perth today expecting fine weather and your top of 33 degrees. Informing you every morning from 6.30 with the latest real estate property news seven days a week only on the Real Estate Breakfast. We are just as addicted to property as you are every weekday morning from 6.30. So we are going back to March of last year as the Time Tunnel Summer Series continues and this time we're having a look at a bit of a breakdown on a property through the eyes of a first time investor. His name is Mohammed Radwin who did all of the numbers and the calculations and bought in a suburb on the Gold Coast. Hey, good morning. I should start off by saying a lot of people can procrastinate, can't they? And some never 
end up buying in terms of an investment property while others will get one and suddenly they've got four investment properties. So Mohammed, perhaps firstly, tell us a little bit about what led you on this path to wanting to buy an investment property in the first place. I'm an accountant and uh, I, I kind of I have a division in my firm that uh, specialize in advising investment property owners on their tax consequence of buying and selling a property. I always advise them about the tax side of property, but I never actually had my own feeling of buying a property. And I can see lots of clients done well of buying properties. That's quite interesting. So in other words, you've really been getting an education through the clients that you've been advising and seeing seeing those numbers, of course, and, and saying, well, I've got to get in on this. Exactly. I have, I have to get in before I miss out. Yeah. <laughs> you know what they call that? It's called FOMO. Yep, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It just, uh, especially being an accountant, is uh, uh, we, we tend to be very conservative people. Yeah, we, we calculate everything. We try not to take too much risk. We, we are an accountant, you know, so that's, that's the reality. So uh, seeing all these clients, how they done well out of properties, how they've been really adding all the numbers. And as I said, I get education out of clients, which is, uh, that's, that's true. And there are a multitude of areas on the Gold Coast. I mean, a lot of people don't realise just how spread out the Gold Coast is because most interstate buyers, they've kind of got this perception of what the Gold Coast is when they go on holiday, when in fact, the reality is very, very different. So talk through how you decided to narrow the areas based on a criteria that you were working to. Obviously, when you, when you jump into investment, you have to work within a budget and this budget normally is based on how much you can borrow. <laughs> That's sometimes the case, especially when you're a first time investor, you don't really have too much knowledge. You're just trying to get in. And the first question you ask, well, how much I can borrow and what type of price range I need to look at. And then once I spoke to the bank and had a bit of conversation and I asked him, all right, so I'm planning to buy a property. What's the price range you think? I can afford based on my finance situation. And then at the time he told me, I think you can buy a property around 500,000. And then that's when I start looking at, all right, let's look at the Gold Coast. Uh, unfortunately, uh, when I when I jump into the market, there was already a bit of gross happening and uh, there's no many places for 500,000. <laughs> so that, that, that was my experience in Gold Coast, yeah. Rental yields are obviously a key component in the whole decision making when buying an investment property. So how did you balance, I guess, the type of areas that you were looking at in terms of suburbs with the yield expectation that you were looking for? Most of because because probably all the prices was going up. So when I was looking at expensive areas, even like the yields didn't catch up by the time the price like the price normally go up first and then the yields kind of catch up with it rent rent wise. But then rent was already good in comparing to the price and the prices yes was going up but was not going up crazy yet. So that's why I felt it's good to buy into an area and mainly focus on the positive cash flow. And, and the yield. All right, let's hear a little bit, uh, Muhammad, about the property and the location that you finally decided to buy and invest in. Yep. So I, I end up uh, buying in uh, Pimpama in Gold Coast. So Pimpama is kind of close to the borders of Gold Coast and Brisbane, straight away on the motorway. So you get like an easy motorway access. 
So that, that's one of the reasons I liked Pimpema. Same time, the whole suburb is really new, good infrastructure. I can see lots of government spending in the infrastructure. And one of the reasons I like Pimpema because I go every Sunday to play soccer there. They have like a really good soccer. There you ticked many boxes for me as, as a location. At the time, it was within my price range. And that's why I chose Pimpema. And what sort of money did you spend and what was the property? Because it was a it was a house that you purchased, right? Yep. So it was a four-bedroom uh, standalone house. Uh, I think the block is 420 square meters. So it's a double garage. So it's really good for family to rent. So it's, it's currently rented by family. The price is 485 And how long ago was that? I signed the contract in May 2021. You're already laughing anyway. It's been slowly increasing. Yeah. Well, not slowly. It's been a good investment thus far. Yeah, I think I get a market appraisal for it. It's still a market appraisal, so it's not a sale and I'm not planning to sell. I think I got a market appraisal for it from a real local reset agent just last week and he told me he can sell it for 680 So, <laughs> Wow, yeah, that's just how crazy. So, so yeah. what about the rent itself? Because some investors buy an investment property with a tenant in place and a lot of the time investors, they just want to turn the heat on with full management maximum on the weekly rent increasing and it's an automatic response but sometimes a good long-term tenant who has been treasuring the property for years and years can make just as much of a return on investment with less repairs, stable rent, no dead rent between finding new tenants. So tell me a little bit about what happened with your purchase because I think it came with a tenant attached. Yep. So one of the reasons I really liked the property when I went to inspect it, I seen the tenants really looking after it. The house is very clean. All the rooms is clean. Everything is sorted. Like you can tell the house have a family and even they, they had a dog. So you can tell they have a dog. But then the house was like extremely clean inside for a tenant who's been there since 2012 to keep the house in that good standard. It's a really good tenant. So that's one of the reasons as well I like the property. And it sounds to me like the equity that you've you've gained in your property, it sounds to me like you're probably going to look at increasing your portfolio down the track. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 a plan. Yeah. So it's uh, it's kind of on the line. I already have a pre-approval. I'm an accountant, so I know we try to look for bargains, but uh, but there's no much bargains in the market anymore. <laughs> so there is obviously opportunity, but I'm waiting for this right opportunity just to jump in. I am watching. I'm watching the market. I'm watching the properties. I tend to I'm kind of shortlisting areas. And same time, again, like any other investors, I'm busy with my my business and my work. You know, <laughs> so it's a mix of uh, it's a it's a hard balance. You know. And would you consider buying an apartment uh, next time around or would it be a house specifically that you would look at? Uh, I, I really like houses and the only reason I like houses is just obviously based on the data and the historical return and gross. It's out there on houses versus uh, apartments, me as an investor. Tenants wise, I'm, I'm more targeting families and I think houses is really good for families. And even if the house went old, you always get the land that you can always reuse in the future. I'm still young and hopefully you will be investing for the next 30 years. Well, it sounds to me like we should probably make a phone call to you in maybe two years from now to see what's happened. 
Yeah, let's let's hope so. Yeah, that would be good. <laughs> hopefully, uh, hopefully, I have more. All right. Well, look, thank you so much, uh, Mohammed, for joining us this morning on the Real Estate Podcast, and good luck with those future investments. No, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for inviting me. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast. 